Welcome to the Dropping the Last 5 Pounds podcast. My name is Magali, I'm your coach, and I'm going to give you all the tips and tricks on how to lose weight, what diets really work, and what it actually takes to get results. Because you, my friend, are not here to waste any more time. I'm going to give you the facts, I'm going to debunk the BS, and I'm going to motivate you and kick your ass into action. Ready to live your healthiest and happiest life? Let's do this. Hello, beautiful people of the internet. Thank you so much for tuning in into another episode of Dropping the Last Five Pounds podcast. Here, your host, Coach Magali, as always, appreciate you listening today, and I hope that I bring you tons and tons of good information. So in today's episode, the topic that I want to discuss is five not so talked about weight loss mistakes that a lot of people make and aren't really aware of. Now, I'm sure there's like a million and one weight loss mistakes to avoid articles you guys have read and you have an idea of what you should and shouldn't do. But I feel like the five mistakes that I have here today are ones that I don't hear people talking about enough. And hopefully if you know someone or you yourself have made these mistakes, maybe you can catch it early and course correct and just better achieve your goals. So let's just get right into it. The very first mistake that I want to talk about is eating back the calories that you burn in a workout. There's a couple of reasons why this is a mistake and I feel like a big problem is that trainers and gyms and all this stuff promote the idea that you're going to burn X amount of calories in my class, you're going to burn X amount doing this and the reality is it's not true. So let me, let me explain, let me, let me explain. Exercise in general, whether it's weight training, working out with cardio, sports, doesn't matter. If you just look at one session exercise doesn't burn a ton of calories and while cardio does burn slightly more calories during the session than weight training does they both don't burn a lot of calories and a big problem is that activity trackers like the watch on your wrist the phone step tracker the machines that you use at the gym or just in general marketing they'll tell you x amount of calories are burned here they overly estimate how much you actually burn you are not burning those six seven hundred eight hundred calories that they're promoting or telling you that you did or 500 calories it's much much lower than that there's a lot of studies out there comparing the data of what these trackers say and then what you actually burned and the differences can be enormous so Typically, anything that tracks calories burned is severely overestimating, and by you adding those calories back in, one, you're undoing the calories burned, period, which is the whole thing you're trying to accomplish with weight loss. You're trying to burn more calories than you eat, so not only are you eating those back, but you're also eating more than you actually burned because, again, these activity trackers, these machines are going to tell you you burned maybe 600 calories when in reality it was like 250. And so now you're not only eating back those 250 that you actually burned, you're now eating 400 more. And that is enough to put you out of a deficit, which is where you need to be to lose body fat. So, one, these things are incorrect. They're giving you way more calories than you actually burned. And two, you're basically undoing the burning effect that you wanted to go for. So when you consider those things, adding back your calories or incorporating calories burned back into your diet is basically going to either keep you on maintenance if you, you know, for some reason estimate correctly or you're actually going to start to gain weight because not only are you eating the calories you burned back, you're eating even more. 
So if you find that you're working out and you're, you know, you're, you're trying really hard, but you're somehow gaining weight consistently over like one, two, three months, they, that may be something to explore. You may be eating too much for the activity that you're doing, even if the calorie trackers are telling you otherwise. So just be careful with that. Don't put yourself back in the hole after working so hard by doing that mistake of adding calories back. If you wanted to use that number for something, what I would recommend is just use it as a tracker in the sense of if you're burning, let's say the watch is saying 800 calories at a specific workout that you do and then three months from now you're burning 900. That means that whatever number that actually was, you're now burning 100 more. So the difference is worth tracking but you you're not going to put 800 calories back into your diet you're just going to look at that number as oh this is where i'm at now let's see what it looks like in three months doing the same workout that's about it other than that focus on the calories that you're putting into your mouth focus on the calories that you are eating and drinking that's what's going to give you the result that you want by monitoring those and making sure that you're eating the appropriate amount not way too little and not way too much so Don't add your calories back. Don't listen to the trackers. Don't listen to the marketing of classes. It doesn't matter. Focus on the calories that you intake, not the calories burned. And for sure, do not add them back into your tracker or food app or whatever. So the next thing that I want to talk about is weighing in at random times. This is why that's a problem. So a lot of people don't understand that the body fluctuates and the body changes on a daily basis. And some days, sometimes in the same day, you'll be heavier for no reason, you'll be lighter for no reason, you will maintain for no reason. And if you're always checking your weigh-in at a different time, at a different day, different conditions, different you know outfits, different whatever you're going to have inconsistency. And one of the biggest things that gets in the way of actually truly making progress is being inconsistent with what you're tracking because you don't know what's actually happening and you don't know how to make a smart decision. If you're taking random weigh-ins throughout the week, you will have data points that are all over the place and won't exactly tell you what the weight loss graph is looking like. You may be losing, but you might not know it. You may be gaining, but you might not know it because there's no consistency. And so I always say you can, I personally recommend weighing in every single morning because that gives you the most data and therefore you can create a very detailed graph over time to see what's happening. But if you don't want to do it daily, you don't have to, but at the very least, choose one day out of the week where you're going to weigh in at the exact same time in the morning, completely naked, After you use a restroom, don't eat anything, basically in your emptiest state. But the important thing is you want to keep the day and time consistent because if you start changing throughout the day and measuring yourself at different points, it might be higher and you might think you're gaining weight, but it's just a fluctuation and you make a, let's say you use that and get overwhelmed and stressed and binge and put yourself back when in reality you weren't gaining. It was just a high day or a high weigh-in. And conversely, you might get a low weigh-in and think you're doing amazing and not change anything, but in reality, it was just a fluctuation downward. You might actually be overall gaining. And if you don't change your procedure, if you don't change the method, then three, four months later, you're going to be like, what the hell? Why am I not going down? Whereas if you had more consistency, you would know, yeah, I actually am increasing weight. So therefore, I have to change something. So Use your weigh-ins consistently. Do the same exact conditions the exact same day every week. If you do it every day, every day at the same time in the morning, 
in your empty estate and that's going to give you a better gauge of where you are and why this is such a big mistake like i said is because a lot of people connect themselves to the scale so closely and if the scale reflects something they're going to listen to it and go based off of that when in reality one day one weigh-in is not enough information to make any decision where whether it's going back down going back up maintaining doesn't matter you need solid consistent check-ins to know, okay, what is actually happening here. The third mistake that I see a lot of people making, especially women when it comes to their weight loss journey, is thinking that they have to lose a ton of body fat and focus only on cardio, and then they can focus on weight training. So they ignore it for the first few months of their journey until they feel like they're at a good place to start, and then they begin. So Unless you have no desire to build muscle, to get stronger, to tone up your body, to define certain areas, if you have no interest in that whatsoever, then I guess this is, this doesn't apply to you. But I feel like most of the women that I speak to and most people want to be stronger. They want to have more muscle in specific areas. They want to look better. They want to feel more toned and defined is how they describe it. So if that's your ultimate goal, you can lose weight and resistance train at the same time. And in fact, you're going to get way better results because resistance training combined with being in a calorie deficit and eating high amounts of protein and fiber is probably one of the best ways to lose weight and build muscle at the same time. Now, we went back to the whole thing. Exercise doesn't burn as many calories as we think. And I did mention there that cardio does burn more calories in weight training. However, once your cardio session is done, there really isn't any more benefit to changing your physique and, and burning more calories per se. Whereas with weight training, even though you're not burning as many calories in that session, the benefits and the effect of building muscle on your body after the workout is done, so throughout the entire day, is way more beneficial because muscle, if you're more muscular, if you're leaner and have more lean body mass, which is muscle, you will burn more calories at rest than someone who doesn't. So if you were to weigh 150 pounds and you weighed 150 pounds five months later but were more muscular, that second version of you is going to be burning more calories throughout the day, period, than the person that you were uh, five months ago. So even though weight training is more time consuming, it is more work, it is more stressful in the sense of it's more, you know you have to put some more thought into it, you get way more out of it. And by building muscle, by getting stronger, you improve your confidence, you improve your excitement about it because it's something to strive for. It's not monotonous, boring cardio. Now, if you enjoy cardio, nothing wrong with that. You can definitely incorporate both. But I'm specifically talking about if you want to build muscle, if you want to get strong, if you want to build glutes, if you want to build the legs, whatever, and you're trying to lose weight at the same time, a mistake is to not do weight training and focusing on losing body fat at the same time because you absolutely can. It is definitely possible and it is actually way more effective than trying to lose a bunch of weight with cardio only and then after six, seven months, then get into weight training. You're better off just starting from the get-go. Your body will thank you. Your strength will thank you and your results, most of all, will thank you. So don't make the mistake of thinking that you have to be less uh, body fat or you have to be leaner to start weight training. You can start on day one, start small, start slow, but start because it is going to be way more effective and just way more rewarding than not doing it and waiting until that day comes. So weight train from day one if you're trying to lose weight. Don't make the mistake of putting it off. Next mistake, using workouts as an excuse to eat whatever you want. This one pains me, you guys, because I've been there. 
and I remember when I used to think this way and uh, my results spoke for themselves. <laughs> I wasn't where I wanted to be and I wasn't truly happy with my results but I was convinced that the reason why I, I could eat all these things was because I was working out and it was almost like this I get to do this because I did that so it's a reward kind of thing and what this does the mistake in this it does two things one it sabotages your results because you think again that exercise burns more calories than it actually does so you're going to end up over consuming calories over consuming food gaining weight one that's one thing and then the second thing is that it's going to teach you to have this weird complicated relationship with food where you have to earn it you have to deserve food and that isn't how it works you don't deserve or not deserve food you need food <laughs> like it, it's part of your survival so to think that you have to exercise really hard and you have to earn food can lead to very serious distorted ways of thinking about food and it potentially could you know result in some kind of eating disorder or something more severe so when you work out you want to have the mentality of what are the foods that I want to consume on a daily basis that are going to help support my goals, that are going to keep me healthy, and most importantly, that are going to keep me satisfied and happy. And everyone's list, everyone's food is going to be different because we all have different tastes, we all have different preferences, we are all different. But don't think of exercise as your permission slip to eat whatever you want. Again, because you're going into the gym, you're working out hard to get a result, you're sabotaging your progress that way, but you're also reinforcing the belief that you have to earn your food and it kind of creates this stressful situation where you have to, I have to go on a run to eat this protein shake, I have to go on a run to eat this bread, I have to go on a run and you can't just simply enjoy the bread or whatever it is that you're eating because you think you have to earn it and that could potentially become disordered thinking. So do not use your workouts as an excuse to eat whatever you want allow yourself to have treats every now and then but don't associate it with working out don't associate it with i need to earn permission you are working out to build your body how you like it you are working out to get stronger you are working out to improve your health to improve your energy to improve your own mental health whatever your personal reasons are for it deserving food is not one of them <laughs> and it shouldn't be so don't associate the two Work out for your own personal goals and eat the foods that truly make you happy and will help you achieve the goals that you have in a very sustainable, healthy way. Last mistake, underestimating how long it truly takes to see results. Now, don't get me wrong. There are ways to be efficient. There are ways to speed things up. There are ways to make sure you see progress all the time. But at the end of the day, to change your physique, to change your body, to change your weight, is going to require work just like you didn't gain all that weight in one week you didn't get out of shape in one week you didn't lose all your healthy habits in one week it's not going to take one week to get all that back and to make progress it's going to take time and while yes there are people who have achieved incredible results in a short amount of time that isn't the reality for most people and that is because life is complicated life is dynamic there's so much going on you are not just a person in an isolated environment just working on weight loss you're probably a parent you're probably in school you're probably at work you're probably running a business i mean there's so many components to this that Sometimes it just is going to take longer than we expect it to. And that is okay. There is nothing wrong with that. And a lot of people have this belief that, well, if I didn't achieve weight loss by X amount, it's slow and doesn't is not worth celebrating or it's not worth doing. It's like any weight loss that you progress towards is worth doing, even if it takes you longer. 
but you just have to think about it like you don't get out of shape you don't lose all your progress you don't lose all of your healthy habits that you once had in a week it takes time you know it takes a combination of things and stressful things and life getting in the way but on the same uh, on the other side of that coin is it takes just as much time to get back and to build back the habits and to lose the weight and to get back all the progress that you once had and even more so there's different time frames. Everybody's going to be different. Everybody's going to move at a certain pace. Some people are going to be slower. Some people are going to be faster. And there is nothing wrong with either one. And you just have to learn that things take time and it takes patience. And you have to be okay with that. You have to be okay with some months not going the way you expected it. And that not being the reason you quit. And I feel like this is such a, oh, duh, concept. But most people don't do this. They don't have the patience to sit things out when maybe the results aren't coming fast enough or to maintain their cool when they're not seeing the progress they wanted they just completely collapse and go backwards and start all over and it's like if you just gave yourself patience if you just sat down and said I'm gonna give it more time this this time around I'm gonna be more patient I'm gonna be okay with the fluctuations month to month even if I don't get to my goal as fast as I thought I would you'd be way better off than if you just give up every time things go south so really ingrain it into your mind that it's going to take time. It requires a lot of patience just because you are moving more slowly than someone else. Even if you guys are doing the exact same thing is not a sign to quit. It is not a sign to give up. It is not even a sign that you're doing something wrong. It could just be a sign that you're a different person who's going through a different experience and therefore you're going to see different results. So be patient. You're in this for the long game. Remember, guys, as much as we want to look good and, you know, look sexy for summer and beyond and whatever, like, we're doing this for our own well-being and for health and for longevity and to live long and a, a good, healthy life. So that doesn't mean that you have an expiration date. That doesn't mean that your journey stops ever. <laughs> like, it's always going to be a thing. Because once you stop taking care of yourself, once you stop maintaining these habits, you go backwards. That's the crappy part about working out and being healthy is once you do it, to keep it there, you have to keep working. It's not a thing where you just achieve it and there, you're good. So switch your mindset from I'm trying to get this done as fast as possible to I'm going to work my ass off. I'm going to try to make this as soon as I can, but I also understand Life is complex. Things will get in the way. I am not perfect. I'm going to give myself patience. I'm going to give myself time. And as long as I don't quit, as long as I don't give up on myself, I will get there no matter how long it takes. And don't feel discouraged if someone else has seen results faster than you. It has literally nothing to do with you. It affects you in no way whatsoever. You are two separate individuals. Everything will be different because simply because of the fact that you are two different people. It doesn't matter if you follow the same thing to the letter you will have different results, period. So sit down, be patient, enjoy the ride. You're in this for the long haul. There is no destination. There is no end date. So take the pressure off yourself that you have to achieve something by X amount of time. You don't. You're putting that pressure on yourself and you don't need to. Just be patient. It'll happen. So yeah, guys, that's it. Those are the five mistakes that I wanted to talk about that I feel like are not really discussed or not really known. And if you've heard of all of them, great, you're doing amazing. Hopefully, if you haven't heard of these or maybe one or two, you have a little bit more knowledge in your pocket to use 
and make this journey a little bit easier and less stress-free because we can take as much of that as we can get. Am I right? So I appreciate you guys listening. Again, I hope it was helpful. Please let me know what you thought about the podcast. If you're enjoying the show so far, if you haven't listened to any of the previous episodes, go check those out. I think they're really good and I'm not biased. I just think they're really good. So yeah, please leave me a rating and review on the iTunes app. Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your feedback. Let me know how you're loving it. Any suggestions, all of those things. I appreciate you all so very much. Thank you for tuning in into this episode and I will talk to you guys in the next one. Take care, everybody.